everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Triple Clowns. That's right, it's us. We're here, and it is the D O Double G Randall Johnson alongside the beautiful Mrs. Big News Sarah Marie and Tom from Tom and Tom Racing. I feel like we need a good nickname for you at this point. Tom. Hollywood Tom. Hollywood Tom. I'm sorry, I forgot about it. Hollywood Tom. That's right. Um, you all know him. You love him. You might hate him, but he's here. Tom, what's up, buddy? How you doing? You ready for this? Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for including me. Love the love the Monday shows that we air on Tuesday. But yeah, always a good always a good time with the both of you. All right. So today we're gonna go over like we always do every week. We go over the racing news and we recap some races. And we're gonna do like we always do something fun. And it's going to be straight from the horse's mouth. It's back. And we're going to do that today. So let's start it off with Mrs. Big News. What's going on in the news? Well, we got quite a few things to talk about. We'll start off with Twin Spires, which is there's a lot of um, arguments going on about Twin Spires where they're not going to be allowed to operate in Illinois in the year next year because of Churchill not owning a functioning racetrack in the state of Illinois. Um, FanDuel is the one kind of pushing against this. Um, so Twin Spires must have a contract with another duly licensed track to conduct business. Now, FanDuel and Chicago lands of Hawthorne. So... FanDuel is the one who's against this. So there is going to be a hearing starting December 16th. Wait, what are they against? Business. They're against them coming Twin in? Twin Spires, or? yep. Because FanDuel, uh, which... Oh, because you said it like it was like they were against the ruling they against, that they made. Fan, they were against Twin Spires. Okay. So, um, and since Arlington's no longer an active racetrack... Um, Twin Spires is going to court to um, have a hearing about this and seeing if they could work something out with FanDuel and the racetracks there. Let me tell you something right now about all these people. So they're going to go to court. It's going to cost them millions of dollars to go to court and do whatever. And guess who that's going to cost? Not them. It's going to cost us. So stop with your little bullshit stuff. I'm sorry, Twin Spires. I'm sorry, FanDuel. Get over yourselves and make a fucking deal for everybody. Because this is bullshit. This is bullshit. And I don't understand because there's no, there's no, Twin Spires doesn't have anything in California, but I can bet Twin Spires here. Yeah, I don't get it. It makes no sense. We can't bet FanDuel here. But that's fine. There's only like 11 states you can. Yeah. So FanDuel is trying to get them out of there because it's legal in Illinois. Get your shit together, everybody, in this country. And it's probably not even their fault. But just understand, you're ruining the sport for everybody. Well, yeah. And I feel like Twin Spires has making, made their own bet. You do. Okay, you you had this. You you had something. Oh, well, I don't want it anymore. And you're right, Randy. Like, you just got to get along. FanDuel is trying to make a monopoly. And that's that's not fair to people like our friend AJ. He lives out there in Illinois, uh, and every yeah. and everybody out there. It's just it's screwing John, you know, the John Q better, and it's it's not going to be it's not going to be any fun any, anytime soon for them. 
No, and it's just going to raise the prices for everybody because they're going to yep. take money out of whatever they spent to go towards us. And it just happens. And just, it's, I mean, obviously it probably goes down even higher than them, but boy, it doesn't seem like they can get along. And this is back to the governing body. I mean, how is this not okay? Is, is I mean, would this be a case in the NFL if there's another betting platform? Maybe, I don't know. But I know FanDuel and DraftKings work together in a sense. Sure. Yeah. And sometimes competition is good. And that, because you get more for the sport. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, it's, it's you know, the more I hear about it, I'm sorry to inspire us, but you guys are big babies. And with a lot of people are, I mean, from Arlington to you can't show our tracks at certain things. And everything between Naira and, and and Churchill to inspires and everything like it sucks. It gets back to something we talk about often. How the hell are you going to grow the sport if? Oh no, this this is mine. This is mine. All mine. Yeah. I'm not letting you watch it. Yeah, it sucks. And how how are you going to be? How can you explain that to a young kid? It's it's just outright impossible. Hell, I'm just going to bet football. I can watch it every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday, and I can watch it wherever the hell I want to. I don't have to be in different states or. Right. Yeah, Direct TV. Yeah, look at Direct TV. That used to be like CBS had one division, um, you know, ABC, ESPN, whatever it is, a different one. Monday Night Football, Sunday Night Football. But then when Direct TV came, guess what happened? You can watch all the games. Yeah. And they somehow worked that out. So, so. I, you know, like I said, this is something I'm I'm out of my league with, um, with, you know, talking about the dynamics of it. But it's got to be something. And in horse racing, stop. We're so sick of it. And we talk about it all the time. It's like, why don't you just put the white wigs on and show up to court? Because that's what you act like. You, you know what I mean? Like, come on, get out of it. We don't want the white wigs anymore. We need to work together. It's awful. Well, and I think if you're talking about broadcasting, um, that's another thing where people don't want to have to be like, okay, well, I can watch TV, GMA TV for this, but I have to go to YouTube to watch this. And I have to go log on to Twin Spires to watch this. So now I have three screens. People just want to turn on their TV. And yes, direct TV, you can watch like Churchill and whatnot, but people want to go to one thing. I want to turn on my TV. I want to watch all the tracks. I want like to watch people that get the NFL football, football ticket. Yep. Why could yes. the NFL that's billions of dollars in cable revenue, way more than horse racing, could figure that out? And we yeah. can't. They get more more on a Thursday night game than the average Saturday on on at Churchill or where wherever else. Yeah. So let us know in the comments if you know something better than we do, because it does seem like they do it. And I know they show on direct TV of so obviously it's like the ABC broadcast, they get their commercials through, whatever it is. We don't care. Cool. But if they figured it out and they have a much bigger market when it comes to that, not money coming in, but market when it comes to that, you can't horse racing? Stop it. Sorry, hit the nail on the head. You just want to go one place. You don't want want to, okay, Naira, I've got to go to YouTube. Oh, okay, okay, Delmar, I can watch on TVG, but it, you're 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 just going to lose. You're, you 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 triple clowns, Tom and Tom. 
all of us betters are gonna are gonna lose, and ultimately the people who we're losing money to are going to lose too because we're going to eventually stop doing it. Yeah. 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 How do you attract people when you're doing that? But once again, I mean, there's so many things. There's so many things. I mean, it's them pushing the hot rod Charlie owners, like get over ourselves. You know what I mean? Stop with the Ivy league bullshit. And, and we don't care. And I'll say it right away. You know, you want to knock the, the, the micro shares and things people have, like stop knocking the normal person that goes to the NFL football game. That's what you want to be, horse racing. Mm-hmm. Stop yeah. being fucking elitists. Well, it's it's not, yeah, it's not you. I'm glad you brought up hot rod chart. I, I feel bad for the horse. It's a it's a small little horse, but the 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 Ivy League Brohams who who own it, that's I don't want horse racing to be that. Yeah, I'm sorry, for, but it already Most is. Or it has. Oh, how many Ivy League school kids have bought horse races, race horses? Oh, wow. Wow. This is a first. Never saw this before. And that's fine. And good for them. They might be the nicest kids in the world. I don't know. But I don't fucking care. Let's stop making an elitist garbage bullshit. And that's what we're doing. And that's what we're doing with to inspire, separating themselves from this and this and this. It's separatism. It's bullshit. Elitism. And it leads, that's why they separate it. It's, it's, you know, and it's bullshit because this whole, this, this isn't, I know, sport of kings. Stop it. I don't give a fuck about the kings or queens in England. I don't give a fuck about what's going on. Sport of kings. This is a sport for the real people. Go to a track and tell me it's not. Not many kings at Delaware Park, that's for sure. No. I'm lucky if I... I'm lucky if I see a guy with sleeves on it. There's Marcus King. There's, there's, you know, there, there's Bobby King. There's probably a couple Maybe. people with King last names, but not. Yeah, there, there, there's no King. But it's, 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 it really is the everyman sport, and we're getting, we're getting out of it. But to, like you were saying, we talk about that is, is the places like my racehorse is bring, is bringing a lot more people into into the sport, and people yeah. are people are dismissing it un- unfairly that don't really understand what companies like my racehorse are bringing in and it's getting away from the the ivy league rich kids who mommy and daddy buy them horse it's hey if i got 50 bucks i know i'm not gonna be a millionaire but hey i have a piece of authentic or i have a piece of uh, vertical thread or or, or whomever it's yeah. it's really every and people people love it and it just it's getting it's this whole elitism thing that we've been we've been discussing. Yeah, it's, it's not for that. That's not what horse racing is about. It's what what my racers done doing is is almost revolutionary, and they're getting a lot of shit for it. Which you know, people can people can think all they want to think, but uh, I I don't think they deserve what they're getting. Well, no, yeah, exactly. no, you know, they I- don't. But um, you know, unfortunately, my resource has has is prominent at the tracks, which is great. Like between advertising, the commercials, and whatnot, so they're always in people's minds. They don't think of all the other um, micro share companies out there and the other smaller exactly. syndicates. But people also don't see the reality behind the scenes of what these tracks, what these companies do. Um, even this weekend, I was there was a gentleman there. First time ever at a racetrack, never really followed racing. His brother got him a share as a gift. 
And he just wanted to check it out. And and even his brother that got him the gift, he was working like construction at Churchill, never had anything, any background in horse racing and was like, huh, maybe I'll check this out. Went and checked it out and got a share in a horse. And, and you know, enough said there. It's bringing new people to the sport. And obviously these people aren't going into these micro share companies expecting a huge ROI. They know that. People go don't go into buying horses for a huge ROI. Yeah. Most people, smart people. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you don't expect it. Um, and it's it, it is it is one thing. And listen, I hope there's 20 companies just like it because you know who loves it? The bartender at the track. Um, us as the betters. You're bringing more people into the pools. Oh, everybody bets this. My Great. Bet against them. Yeah. Right. You, can get, you can get an overlay. I mean, this is great for everyone. Um, and it's more money. You know what's not good for the person who wants to stand there and be like, I'm the only one that can afford to stand in the winner's circle. That's who it's not good for. And then listen, and we need those people too, obviously. And I'm sure there's very nice people that do it. Like I said, I'm not even trying to be like, I don't know the people personally that are, you know, the hot rod Charlie owners or anything like that. I just don't think it's a big deal. I don't think it's this greatest thing in the world. So you look at funny side, you know, I think it was like 10 people. Bought them for yeah. like 10 grand or 15 grand. Yeah, in New York. That's cool. And and once again, it's nothing wrong with the four kids doing it. Awesome. There's a bunch of kids that, and a bunch of people that buy it and you don't get a derby winner. It's just not a fucking big deal. Stop trying to make it, you know, a story. Stop it. And this is the problem with horse racing. Mm-hmm. These elitists are killing it. Killing it. Yeah. And 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 then they sit there and wonder why private. there's no younger crowds coming in to the racetrack. It's like, well, well, once again, I mean, it's a, a big bright light that you guys cannot see. Well, you have a country club, guys. You all own a country club, and you don't have enough for membership, so you can't pay the greenskeepers at this point. You want to keep going, or you want to open your like to at least semi-private? Oh no, no, because you want this exclusivity. Great, great. You're not going to be able to play. We're going to shut down the back nine. Because that's what's going to happen, or, or or pick up a weed whacker because you're going to be yeah you're, we have no we can't afford a grounds yeah. crew so, so yeah when you're, when you're playing the back nine you're going to have to do the weeding yeah yeah I mean listen we're that's not going to see yeah and we're not going to sit here and kiss the asses of the rich because we have to been through that enough of my life don't have to and do it, that right now with us we don't have to and I'm not knocking the people that can't afford to do it good for you awesome. But you better have open arms to the other people because that's what's going to get you money and also keep your sport alive. I have no problem if you're rich doing it. I have no problem. But don't knock the other people coming in. Just stop it. And obviously, full circle to the Twin Spire saying, this is what it feels like. This is what it feels like to me. Feels like you think you're the old granddaddy, you're the masters, you're whatever. <laughs> I mean, we've done that long enough. Hey, Masters could do whatever when they want to be a private club and do. I agree with that. I agree in America, you could do whatever. You don't need to let blacks in, whites in, people with blue eyes. I don't give a shit. It's your private club. Do it. That's your American right. But they could have stepped back and said, we don't need you, Masters. And made another thing. And we don't do that in America. That's the problem. No, no it's no, no open arms, open open arms for everybody whether it be uh watching watching the races where i want them or hey this these 50 owners are going to go in the winner's circle because they're 
they're a horse by racehorse one, that's fucking awesome. You know what? Look, there's people I've seen it. You obviously work there. People cry because they're they're so close to the action. It's it's really it's it's really fun. But yeah, going back full circle, it's it's you can't you can't shut the door out on anybody, whether it be watching the races or or horse ownership. Yeah, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Like you said, people cry. Like two people cry. Michael Shares running the other day. Two two women cried cried when she walked by them. And like that's something. Another woman who was around racehorses her whole life. She used to train them and everything, and was taking pictures. And she said, "I can't take the picture, so I'm crying." The horse ran third. Ran third. And and to your point from earlier, they bet the snot out of micro share. I had that. No, well, actually, no. She she was the same five to one. She went off the same as her morning line. Um, Did it go off? Okay. Went off the same as the morning line, mm-hmm. but um, but yeah, I mean, it just brings more money to the track, brings more people. Sure. I mean, so everybody's happy from the usher to the person. Yeah, to the bartender. I mean, the bartender, bartender makes an extra seventy five dollars in tips that day because mm-hmm. because X number of people are coming. I wish it was twenty there. It could be like yeah. you know, yep, you know, and I've, I've seen it a race with six of them at fifty. It's yeah, it's I've seen it at Monmouth. I've seen Equine Edge at not Equine Edge. I'm sorry, uh, racing at at Delaware Park with Joe Moran. Uh, when yes, this time ran, bringing in people flying from all over the country. It's it's it, it's it's really. And I, I got to be a part of that. It was, it was really special. Yeah, it's fun. And like I said, if there was ten of them, that'd be great. It'd be like a football game. You know, people are cheering when the horse goes in the gate. People were yeah. booing when one my one of my racehorses went in the gate before. Booed. Yeah. That's awesome. You know what? Great. Everybody needs a villain. Well, listen, like like my my parents told me, listen, they don't when I used to get mad when they booed me when I went away games, they said they don't boo people that suck. That's right. And that's true. They don't boo people that suck. <laughs> they know I suck. But they booed me because of the way I am. No, you did suck. Yeah. 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 That's not true. Well, let's move on. I have a few more things I want to talk about. Uh, so New York State is going to be in introducing a bill for fixed odds betting for mobile. So uh, there's a New York State senator that is going to be introducing a bill. They're hoping it'll pass. And Naira has given their thumbs up to it, stating that the bill would allow an enormous opportunity for horse racing to share its benefits with the mobile sports betting. Uh, I mean, they're saying it would be a big win for New York and for the future of horse racing. I think this is crazy. I think this is absolutely crazy because I'm going to tell you, I mean, this is basically what the NFL does right now and everything like that. But horse racing is not the NFL. First of all, there's more horses running. Second of all, the thing with odds at the track are they can move it so the track will always make money. Yep. Private companies that do it, I guess, can do it on their own. They're going to have to book it like Vegas does. And, and that could work. But if the tracks do it, if it's Naira doing it, there's a chance where they get hammered. And now you're dependent on somebody that makes a morning line odds. These are odds makers in Vegas. Be corrupted. The difference. It moves yeah, it's the person like, to the money coming in. Mm-hmm. You're talking about a lot of different people doing a lot of different things. There's no guy that makes the lines in Vegas. Now there's teams that they're like, hey, we got too much money on the Patriots. You need to move this line a half point. Yeah, it's Other literally like people in. One guy. 
Yeah. Now you have yeah. one guy. You have David Aragona over there, Naira, can right? He can be corrupted. Yeah. Da- could be not corrupted, that he, number not one. That he was. Not, not, not that I think David's a good kid. I don't think he is, he'd he do is, that. He but, is a good guy. But, but, you know, you have one guy. So what's he supposed to do now? He's supposed to keep track of the lines. If you get too much money on the eight horse, he's got to move the lines on Tuesday. Because there's a chance the track takes a bath. The way horse racing is now, there's no shot the track ever loses money. So back to it, for the better, sure, that's cool. You can take advantage of it. For horse racing, I do not believe this is a good thing. I believe you could run a track under. Um, what happens a day when somebody kills something? Like there's, there's casinos that almost went under because of the Super Bowl. You know, I mean, this mm-hmm. happens. Oh, yeah, you get a couple heavy hitters. Yeah, yeah. You get a couple, you get a hundred. It's a Kentucky Derby and they want to do, you know, or, or Belmont because it's Naira, you know, and, and all of a sudden you get these ones that go, oh, three to one, four to one. There's, there's five million and they get that five million. hundred people. Yep. That's 500 million in case you guys aren't yeah. following along. Yeah. It's 500 million dollars, half a billion dollars that they lose. Now, all of a sudden, Belmont can't give you next year's, you know, we got paper cups now because they lost a half a billion dollars. That scares me. Well, and, you're, and if you're looking at that, my, my brain always goes to it, if there are fixed odds, there's a lot of people that are going to know those odds, a lot of humans involved, and it could be, comprom- anything, it could be compromised a lot easier if, can't compromise it when they adjusted the computer. Can't. Right. You can't. It right. just goes towards how much money's in it and it moves accordingly. Exactly. You know, you know that your horse that you own train ride is going off at even money. Oh, oh yeah, I don't know. It came up came up short. Can't, yeah, it came up short. Yeah. It's almost it's like goes back to the, the 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 boxing days when when People would like throw fights, but yeah. um, listen, I, I, as a better, I would oh, take advantage yeah. of this. No doubt. Do yeah. I think it's good for horse racing? No. no, I don't think it'll work, but longevity, longevity yeah, would yeah, not. Yeah, I mean, so, so with me as a person, so everybody out there that wants to comment and say, oh, that'll be great. They should do that, this and that. Cool. Me too. There's so many horses that I'll bet. We just talked about it, even though the My Racehorse angle, horse five to one, you know, it's going to go off two to one. So get it at five to one. Because you think it might win. Um, whatever it might be, that you know it's going to take a lot of money. And I also think there's different things. It's not like it's people that bet before the injury report is out in the NFL. That's right. You know, people don't mm-hmm. do it. And, and horses are even different than that because they're horses. You don't know. And they might uh-huh. look terrible in the paddock. And all of a sudden you see them sweating and the horse becomes an overlay because it's, it's yeah. Oh. How many bad scratches do we see? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just, listen, as a better take advantage of it. Cool. I get what they're trying to do. I just, personally, I don't think it's a good idea. Not going to be affected by, by my nickel and that nickels and dime. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. Me right? either. Well, let's move on. Uh, we're going to talk about Peter Miller a little bit. He is taking a temporary hiatus from training and has uh, turned over his stable to his assistant, Ruben Alvarado. Um, It's uh, unknown how long this temporary hiatus will be, 
Um, you know, with a lot of scrutiny, he did make it clear that this temporary hiatus is not due to okay. any regulatory action, any secret agreement or any hidden agenda at all. He's okay. just taken a step back Seems- because he's been devoting his life 24 hours a day, 360 days, 65 days a year for plenty of years. And it's time to spend some time with his family. Well, good, good timing on that. Um, you know, I but mean, I'm sure it's not because of all the scrutiny he's going through. And he didn't baffle anyone with his statement. Uh, there was a lot of uproar on Twitter about it, as everybody is not having the blinders on to his statement. But um, we'll see uh, what happens next. I like to say in horse racing, blinkers on, not blinders. And can I can I, I just like to add one thing on Peter Miller? I think he should have sus- been suspended a long time ago for his soul patch. I mean, that's just, that is just criminal. Yeah, well, I think he's going to go back working at Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not the same guy. Yeah, no, it's a different Peter. Yeah, <laughs> no, I meant he uh, not to be confused with our. Does he kind of look like McFarland, or am I crazy? Um, a picture of this. I don't know. <laughs> um, yes, I okay. see. It. Yes, <clears throat> okay. Just with the poor soul patch, that was like, yeah, that's just. I mean, I don't think you can get suspended for a soul patch. Well, you never know anymore. You know what? Cancer culture is you're pretty deal, you're, nowadays. So, soul you're patch. dealing with Hollywood, Tom. Come on. Yeah. See. Just see. Suspensions for soul patches. There we go. Tom has made the ruling. All right. So his temporary hiatus is a suspension due to his soul patch. Um, he's, he's, sorry about that, Peter. We he's will stepping send you away to grow his soul patch a little to, more. We'll send you a subscription to Harry's for Christmas. You're welcome. But let's go on. The final thing I want to talk about is Maxfield. We will see his final race on Friday in the grade one Clark Stakes at Churchill. It'll be good to see his last run. And looks like, it looks like it's going to be a good field. Um, I hope he goes out on top. He's a good horse, really. You could just tell he's his. It was his time. Yeah, a lot of that, that's a good horse, and and it's I love how it's on Black Friday. Um, it's at Churchill Down, so maybe some people won't be able to watch to inspires. But um, yeah, I'm I'm glad it's not like just some anonymous race in the middle of the week that that people will actually be watching it. Yep, exactly. Um, and we you have- don't think he could be Seth McFarland's like uncle. You're still you guys are crazy. I'm just looking at him. Okay. Right he, look like, well, he looks like he's an older version. Of Seth. Okay. I'll give you that. <laughs> I'll give you that. Sure. Okay. So there's a lot of races this week. It's holiday week and there's big races um, coming up really all weekend or Thursday through Sunday. There's a good, good amount of racing to get in. Um, but that is it. Let's recap our pick four. We didn't do terribly great um so we did the late pick four at aqueduct started with race seven where life is great took the win followed by sky and sand and matt doyle life is great now to take over the lead it is life is great in front with Ansel racing in second matt doyle is down at the rail in third and sky and sand is on the outside in fourth and they're coming down for the 16th pole. And Life is Great has opened up on the field. It is all Life is Great to get his maiden victory one by seven or eight lengths. Sky and- I was going to say, Good I was you, the Sarah. only one that had Life Good is for Great. for you, Sarah. But, I mean, we all knew Life is Great because that's Tom's horse. Because he 
upgraded from Life is Good to Hollywood Tom, Life is Great. <laughs> good one. And race eight had Scuttlebuzz, followed by Call Me Harry and Colton's Command. One in 46 and one-fifth seconds. It is Call Me Harry narrowly. Uncle Romy, nice ace. Kawaimia River is going to look for a way through. On the outside is Scuttlebuzz, who's coming on. On a late move from Colton's command. Call Me Harry. Here's Scuttlebuzz. Kawaimia River. Colton's command on the outside. They come on for the finish, and it is Scuttlebuzz in between horses to get the victory. And I said it. Like, Scuttlebuzz and Call Me Harry breaking next to each other was made me nervous and i was right because i was on call me harry yep yeah that was a i missed i i missed that one across the board yeah i mean that's stre- that that fight in the stretch between all those horses it was a mad rush it was, it was that was a good that yeah, was a good yeah race. and race nine we had the redsmith stakes where serve the king won that followed by channel cat and soldier rising Stretch together. Price Talk has now moved into third. Down on the inside is Tide of the Sea. Serve the King is now coming off. Coming on, and in between horses, it is Sanctuary City who's gaining ground, but it is still Channel Cat who has the lead. No word made a run at him, but Channel Cat has something left. Can he hold off? Serve the King on the outside. Channel Cat and Serve the King. Soldier rising late. Serve the King is the winner. I really did think Channel Cat was going to hold tight there at the at the front, but. So we all had those. You know? I think I think you and I had that one, Randy. Yeah. Um, with Irad in the eye. Yeah. Yep. And the final leg of the pick four was race 10, which was like throwing darts at a card where unique unions came in, followed by wow. Hot Rod Rumble and the thrill of it. Turn into the stretch, the half and 46 and three. And it is Unique Unions who is spurting clear here. Unique Unions has a three and a half length lead. Hot Rod Rumble is giving chase in second. Then Thrill of It and Caveman. They're coming down for the 16th pole. It is Unique Unions with the lead. And Manny Franco has a three win Saturday. Unique Unions takes it over. Yep. I just, I should have just. Taking my fifty dollars and giving it to giving it to homeless Joe at Delaware Park, um, <laughs> I would have at least got something out of it. That exactly right. Can't you can't can't win them all. <laughs> right. So that was our recap of the races of our pick four. Stay tuned. We are going to do um, some pick shows this week. I know we'll be doing one Friday morning live with CJ, um, and potentially another one coming this week as well yeah maybe a thursday uh thanksgiving show for everybody out there um we're gonna try to do that let us know if you want us to we're not you know people are gonna say no yeah uh well they say no we're gonna do (laughs) even more so uh but yeah so let's go into it let's go straight from the horse's mouth this is where we speak as the horse and we get to interview the horse and find out what's going on with that horse so I have three names right here. Who wants to start it off? Okay, Tom. Uh, Sarah will pick for you, Tom. And you have one of three horses, and you are going to be... Gamine. Gamine. All right. Gamine, the beautiful uh, four-year-old filly now, right? Yeah. Uh, so let's get into it. Gamine. I have to get into character. Hang on. <laughs> Hollywood. 
We're, we're dealing. If I do, if I do an infeminate voice, would it defend people? Because I do, I do them sometimes. It matters. Gamine might be more burly. You don't know. Tom, Tom take. knows Tom's gamine. You do gamine, but, you- but I can't do a female voice. The Channel gamine. Oh, when I do mine, it's not very good. But okay, okay, maybe I won't. Okay. Are you ready? Gamine. <sighs> Yes. I'm gonna ask you right. I'm gonna ask you right away, Gammy. You're doing it. I'm gonna ask you right away. Do you have a problem in a dog fight? Like it seems like you don't like a dog fight. Like what's up? I just like to say that I'm AJ's favorite horse. If that matters, no, 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 it doesn't. doesn't Not at matter. all. I get you and AJ have are, are married at this point. Um. But I uh, I do have his picture up in my stall. It's cute. That's not a picture of him. That's actually what you left in your stall, and they're going to clean that up later. So, uh, Gamine, answer the question. Are you afraid of a dog fight? I like Johnny V. <laughs> okay. I don't know if we're going to get anywhere with this. Gamine's very um, shy. Very shy, yeah. yeah. So, our, what, what's your plan for a five-year-old career? My plan is maybe race another year, and I'd like to have a whole bunch of babies. Maybe when I'm six. <laughs> I hear authentic has got a real big sense of humor, and I think he and I could make some good babies. I think so too. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. We've heard about that authentic sense of humor, and boy, is it big. Yes, it's uh, big. We've heard. Um, Gimme, do you feel like, how is it with Bob? I mean, you don't race very much. Do you think, how many times do you think you're going to show up next year? Well, Mr. B, Mr. B used to give me something that made me go, go run, give me the zoomies. But as he saw last race, not so much. Didn't get it. Well, the breeder, uh, Breeders Cup didn't, have, didn't, didn't have the zoomies. Yeah. But Mr. B and I are okay. We're okay. He says I'm going to going to be going to be racing maybe once, maybe twice more. All right. With the zoomies or without the zoomies? I was told I cannot confirm or deny anything. All right. Well, Gamin, we, we appreciate you talking to us. Uh, Thank you, Gamin. You're welcome. Say, can you do me one favor? Just say hi to, to my favorite boy, AJ. <laughs> we will do that. do that. We'll do that for you. Well. Yeah. Thank you, Gamin. <laughs> all right. Well, that was fun. Uh, all right. It's my turn. Is it your turn? You have to pick. You have Latruska. Oops. I always get her. All right. Lajuska. Yeah. What happened? Well, a bit of a rough day. Bit of a rough day. I'm 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 really disappointed in myself. It's a tough field, but I I I I was the best horse. You know what? I was the best horse. And after I walked off that field, I, I went and cried a little bit. So I really I'm I'm it's a it's a sensitive subject. You think those fractions hurt you? Everything hurts at this point. 
How is, how is, uh, you ever go back to see your dad, Petruska? He's your super saver. Is he a good, is he a good dad? He's a really good dad. He came down a little hard on me after my performance. Um, so, you kind know, a- tough fatherly love, you know, you know, but, uh, he, I understand. I hoping for a good next year. I mean, they, they, I heard that my schedule is going to be a little bit lighter next year. So I'll have plenty of time to come back and dominate. You think you can with all these three-year-olds coming, catching up to you? I mean, you're going to have more. You didn't really have that many. I know. I, I'm not worried about it. I, I'm going to, I'm going to keep my head down. My dad's going to come and, and train me, help train me. And, and I'm, I'm going to take on next year's races just is from what i from what i hear um the performance was so bad uh a couple weeks ago your next race is going to be at finger lakes is that right i don't know if i can stoop down that low quite yet (laughs) but thanks for adding more damage to my ego uh mr mr tom so you're saying that off the rail will never be speaking of you no, I'm too good for that show. In fact, Tom, I would appreciate if you kept my name out of your mouth. <laughs> okay. Well, well, that was Latruska. So that means I'm stuck with. What do you got? Nick's go. Nick's go. You would get this one. All right. The horse you hate. I know. What's up? I only have a couple of minutes here. Uh, what's going on, media? Thank you for everything. Uh, what's up? Do you really feel like after your performance in the classic, um, are you feeling comfortable going in to defend your title at the Pegasus? I'm sorry, who are you? I'm Latruska, bitch. Oh, well, I didn't even know who that is. Uh, but I'll answer that question either yes, way. And uh, let me tell you, defending my title, seriously. No one's around right now. Who, who's going to beat me? Everyone now has beat me. I mean, let's not talk about my three-year-old here where everybody beat me. Um, but um, nobody's around anymore. So who's going to beat me? Well, there's talks So at this about, point, I'm on the top of the mountain. Well, there's talks about life is good, possibly. Life is what? Is it good? You know what? You know what? Life is good for me. Me. Was he? He raised... Before me, right? Was he on the undercard? Right? He opened for me, didn't he? Did he open for me? He was the opening act. That's it's good. I mean, so he's opening act. All right. Well, that's great. When he wants to get to the main stage, we'll see what happens. How do you feel about representing the great state of Maryland? Uh, after all, I've, Maryland I've, I've forgotten where I'm from a long time ago. Um, kind of like how you're Hollywood, Tom, I believe. Is that correct? Uh, Today. Okay. Well, Kind of like, have you forgotten your roots? Uh, I've forgotten mine. I mean, Mar- Maryland, I mean, when's the last time I was there? When's the last time I was there? Seriously, I mean, come on. I mean, that's like saying I'm from Connecticut. Randy's from Connecticut, that guy. I mean, at this point, am I? I don't know where that guy's from. No, no, no one takes credit for that. But yeah, so, um, yeah, that's great, I guess. But since I haven't really stepped foot back in the state. Okay. Have I? Does anybody know? I don't remember. I don't think I have. Forgetful state. Yeah, so, um, 
Great. Yeah, that's awesome. People of Maryland, shout out. Are you, you know, repping you. I rep the world, though. Are you ready to retire after the Pegasus, or do you want to go a little bit further next year? So you're asking me if you want me to end on top and then end up on top of a lot of uh, females out there. Yes. For a job. Such as gaming. I'm going to. I'm going to let you guys think about that one real quick and see. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm five, I'll be six. Uh, this is, you know, that's a good run for me. Uh, you know, I, Brad Cox got me and I learned how to run all of a sudden. Uh, Gamine knows what I'm talking about. Uh, and, and now I'm who I am. So let's just say, yeah, I mean, I'm ready to retire, but throw anybody out there. There's nobody left. You know, don't, just don't beat me to the turn because I won't run. Fair. But I'll beat you to the turn. All right. Those all matters. Okay. Any more questions? Out. Uh, oh, all right. He's out. He's gone. Let's go. He's yeah, a typical cocky Marylander. I know. <laughs> Not sure how that works. All but... right. Well, that was that was fun. Yeah. So that was it. Uh Straight from the horse's mouth. Straight from the horse's mouth. I haven't done that in a little while. It's, it's always fun. Yeah. I neither, but last time I got Latruska as well. That's right. You did. Yeah. Yeah. I believe I got Nick's I'm go. Like a couple I think times. you did yeah. too. Yeah. I think I'm over her. Yeah. Maybe we need to change it up a little bit with some get, different get horses. The, get, get some thanks for uh, bringing up our unoriginality with the triple clowns. Uh, thanks for bringing that to everybody's attention. How we don't change the horses' names ever. But I mean, I just figured. No, the most like, topical about? ones right now, really, that you could use. So I'll give you credit That's still. Fair. Good job. But that was our show. What was a good show? Tom, what do you got going on? A lot of stuff, actually. Uh, we've got a big show tomorrow uh, with Gary Quill, who writes for the Racing Biz. He also is the, uh, he is the paddock announcer for uh, Taconium. Uh, Tomorrow on Off the Rail, we are going to cover opening day at Tampa Bay Downs with myself, I believe, Truck Stop Burrito, and Gary. Um, Randy's been kind enough to pinch it the past couple weeks. And then uh, the following Tuesday, we have another special guest on Off the Rail. We've got guests lined up for the next three weeks, so we, we have a lot of fun stuff. Randy and I are working on something that we just finished up that is we're going to be putting out. No, that's fine. Just say it. Uh, Put it out soon. Um, But yeah, a lot of fun stuff. A lot of the clowns and DJ and Tom, we're putting out a lot of good stuff. Just putting putting in the hours, uh, trying to put our creative caps on and and just knocking it out of the park. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, stay tuned. Uh, uh, Triple Clowns Time Machine. It's going to be a lot of fun. There Uh, we go. Well, yeah, that's fine. It's coming out. I mean, I know it is. It's not like little drops, little, 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 little hints. Yeah, yeah. our big hint. But uh, make sure you guys follow Tom. He did a great um, thing today for Parks, going on yeah. that show and giving his pick for the first race. It did not turn out as I wanted, but yeah, Chris Griffin, friend of the sh- friend of the clowns, friend of Off the Rail, reached out to me. Uh, was actually the first one who he has to be on. Uh, he had a couple different handicappers he asked to be on and now it's kind of cool. He just put it out there for the masses if anybody wants to do what I did, but it was, I had fun doing it. Chris has done a lot for parks and, uh, yeah, he had former guests on, on off the rail. 
Um, Zona Lafford Parks, great social media guy. But yeah, that was fun. Thanks, thanks, Sarah. Yeah, no, yeah. that was that was that was really cool. And um, it would have been really cooler if you could have maybe hit the race even close. Oh, boy. Uh, that would have been awesome. They took Kenrick off at the last. I did. I filmed that like on Saturday, Friday, Friday or Saturday, and Kenrick jumped off. Chris texted me this morning. He's like, Kenrick's off. I'm like, dang oh, it. shit. Dang it. But what happens well, when you film a little too early? We do that all. We the time. do that all the time. That's that's my excuse uh, for every time I lose. So yeah. okay, I've learned. I've learned. Yes. Uh, yep. Um, we have a big re- week of racing. It's the holiday week weekend. I hope everyone has a good Thanksgiving. Um, I'll be doing a couple of beer garden shows. Uh, we just come off a big uh, group two weekend at Shawton. Um, so our next show will be going out Wednesday. We'll be going over some Happy Valley racing um, and also the Japan Cups this weekend where we're going to see some familiar faces such as Broom and Japan. Japan's racing oh. in Japan this weekend. Yeah, which Japan's from England, by the way, for everybody. Uh, he's racing in China, though, isn't he? Not Japan. The Japan Cup. Oh, it's the Japan, Japan Cup. I thought it was they don't, China. They don't run the Japan Cup in China. That'd be weird if they did. That would be But weird. Japan ran in America, and he's from England. So right. it would make sense if they ran the Japan Cup in for those China. Years. Right. And it's funny. So they're getting big in Hong Kong, um, which... You know, it's weird because, you know, they used to call me the James Spader of Hong Kong when I was acting. I don't know if anybody knew that or not, but I was the James Spader oh, of Hong Kong. Yes. Uh, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Very much. Well. I play an 80s bad guy incredibly in Hong Kong. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. I could see that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that was our show. Make sure you follow Tom on Instagram. I'll put his his handle down there, as well as us as well. We have a lot going on. Um, And make sure you subscribe and hit that like button and that notification bell so you get notified every time we come out with a show or go live. We do a lot of live shows, so. Yeah. From us. Don't don't have to slam it. Just just tap it gently. Yeah, just slam it. (laughs) All right. Everybody from the Triple Clowns at DGen Nation, see you later.